Are you a loud person? Listen, if you are, you simply know it to be true. I admit I am loud. I come from a long line of loud people. If my dad is in a room, you know it. His voice carries over everyone else's. So even if he's in a room of 100 people, you will hear him. My freshman year of college, I met one of my very best friends of all time, Lee Ellen. She is an only child and was raised in a quiet home. When we met, we became fast friends. It didn't take long for her to be impacted and even influenced by my high energy and my high volume. More than once, she would tell me, Lori, I am right here. You don't have to be so loud. I would get excited in the moment. And obviously, whatever I was communicating at the time, I felt needed to be delivered loudly. She helped me tone it down a bit that year, but at the same time, my excitement and volume rubbed off a bit on her because when she went home for Christmas break that year, her parents told her the same thing. Lee Ellen, we are right here. You don't have to be so loud. It's contagious. There are times to get loud, as well as times we should use our inside voices, of course. But from a spiritual perspective, are there times we are too quiet and we need to raise our voice? We are surrounded by noise. Noise of the culture, noise of distraction, noise of doubt and fear, noise of sickness and injustice, noise of hate and division, and so much more. It creates this white noise reality all around us. White noise is actually created by combining sounds and tones of all different frequencies and imaginable tones together. You can't focus on any one sound. It's all noise. That makes sense when I think about all the different messages coming at me every day. The good, the bad, and the ugly messages, news stories, posts, and comments all become white noise. What can rise above the noise? Praise, sung loud at a volume that can be heard. In the Old Testament book of 2 Chronicles, we find the story of King Jehoshaphat, who was king of Judah and Jerusalem. Three surrounding armies made it known they were coming to war against him and God's people. These armies were larger and stronger, and the people of God were afraid. So they prayed and sought the Lord. Here's what the Lord spoke to them. 2 Chronicles 20:17. You will not have to fight this battle. Take up your positions, stand firm, and see the deliverance the Lord will give you, Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out to face them tomorrow, and the Lord will be with you. This is God's war, not yours. God reminded them of truth and His promise, and they believed and had faith. So when the armies marched toward them, Jehoshaphat, instead of putting his elite fighting forces at the front of the troops, he got his choir all dressed up in their robes and had them march ahead out front, singing loud. And if you read the rest of the story of that battle, there really was no battle at all. God delivered abundantly. What can we learn today from that Old Testament king? 
Praise God for who He is, despite the noise going on around you. Get louder than your fears. Speak truth above the lies and raise a hallelujah in the presence of your enemies. Cling to the promise and hope that victory is the Lord's. And though you may walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you will fear no evil and God is worthy to be praised. That's the truth. Raise your voice, get loud, and sing and live out the truth and love of Jesus so we can be heard above the noise. I'm Lori Klein.